One, two, testing. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. My name is Paul Gannon. With me, as always, is... Me, Eli Silverman. Hello. Right, oh, here we go. No, what do you mean, here I go, I have to fix the mic so it <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah, how is this? How is this? Fine, yes. Ash is that gone. a good distance for me? Yeah. How's his volume level? Is that too much? Fine. Obviously, if you get any louder. Ah! Yeah. Did I peek there? Probably, I can't see ah! Anyway, oh! Ash. Okay. <laughs> Ash. Ash. Hello. All right. It doesn't right. matter. Is that your level? It doesn't matter. It does matter. No, this matters. <laughs> <laughs> this part get, matters. Get in with that. Yeah, I'm going to no, do that constantly. Yeah. Uh, I think this, this is matters. Every time you ask me a question, oh, this you. is my level. Is that suitable for you? I think it's going to have to be. So we are record- I can do something different if you want me to. Just get a little bit closer. Oh, well, I will go closer. closer. It doesn't have to be good enough. Stop. I can make Don't it good enough. the mic. Oh, I was moving it closer. Well, all right. I'm sitting on the edge of the chair. The problem is I Good. have to lean. Can we do a... Fatty bum batty move over. Can we move it like this? Like, so like do on axis. I'm moving it on you. axis. How's that, that for you, actually? <clears throat> That's fine. Really? Yeah. <coughs> That's easier for me because I'm less sort of like... to cough since we started um, sound checking. It's just that we have to get reasonably close. So we are recording in the antechamber to the House of Pickles today. Is this too loud for you? Got an erection. It off sounds that. like that woman. Oh, the ASMR one. Yeah. No, we should no, do that the, on cheap No, show. it sounds like the woman. We should the do an ASMR. Have you been grapefruited? <laughs> What's that? What's that? We did a sex, sex episode. episode. Oh, I, I watched a video. Yeah, this woman who was giving sex tips on um, how to please a man using a grapefruit Basically, over the cock when it's erect, job, yeah. that you can blow job and have a nice succulent snack. <laughs> how? I know. Basically, you make a ring out of the the cut. Uh, grapefruit. And yeah, just wank him off with it a bit. That's horrible. Wouldn't it be stingy? It's very. Uh, that's what she said. If that's you've got open you wounds, blind, you blindfold your man. Yeah, oh. you got to blindfold that man. He's gonna be like that's gonna sting my shit, bitch. I mean, I, I listened to the episode. God. I don't remember that. I, I listened to your. I listened to the sex episode when I was queuing to go into the Sistine Chapel. That's <laughs> true. Like two, literally, the two opposite ends of culture. I think I might keep this as the intro because it's funnier than we anything we've. No. Yes, we are. I'm enjoying <laughs> this. Well, hello, give us your intro then, right now. Go on, start it off. Hello, everyone. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yo, everybody. Hello. Nice. Yo is nice. <laughs> Very informal. Yo, everybody. Hello. It's Eli Silverman here. Main guy. Can you in not? Cheap show. Um, can you sh- your, no. Can he not I'm sup his tea? He's supping his tea. Right. While you're doing your intro, and look, you can't have that when you're doing your intro. Don't yep. put it on the table. <laughs> put it on the floor. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm protecting you. I need to you. sort out my coffee before we start the show. That's well, why this I'm is not what the intro's now. for now. And then I cut <coughs> to the music, and then we come back and start. Right? Got it. I've just got to do this quick warm up with the trumpet. Don't. Just you shut up, and now you do the intro. Yo, everyone. Hi, Eli Silverman here, main guy in Cheap Show. Here's some other dicks. He keeps eye contact very with you mean. the entire time. I know. We've got issues. <laughs> he looked at you the whole... He didn't even blink. It's Cheap Show episode 70 fuckwits, and I'm <laughs> Eli Nancy Boy. What? Eli Nancy Boy. It's Dicky Dick 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 Willington. He's fucking... No more intros for you. No more intros for you. Dick Willington and Eli Dick Boy. <laughs> yeah. Nancy McDick Boy. Which is highly offensive right. on multiple, I'm not a multiple McDick levels. Boy. You know? Poncy McDick Boy. Doesn't matter. You've, you've, I don't know what I don't know what happened. You had the intro was going well. I was thinking, oh, I'll have this, and then you just went off on a mental like, breakdown. D- w- Are we know, ten minutes in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Paul, this is going to be just do the, the intro. Your Clean worst editing experience of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. It really is. It really is. Anyway, finish anyway. the intro, and then you can cut to the music, and then you can have a coffee. All right. Do I hear the music, or is it no? Sort of... In your head, you yeah, can imagine yeah. it. All right. Yeah. You can imagine any music you like. Can I? <laughs> just don't I give like, them an option. I like just to, fucking do the I like intro. Any music. I like to imagine Jaws. Do your intro. <laughs> just do the intro. Okay. Just keep it short. Right. And then we'll do... You shut up. Fine. Ready? Go. <laughs> Come on. Yo, everybody. Eli Silverman here. It's Cheap Show time yet again. I'm going to be hosting it and here's... Your co-host, normal co-host, it's Paul Gannon, everybody. Here he is. Hello, here is the theme tune. Hello, Ash. And here's... <laughs> Did that wrong. Fair weather <laughs> guest host, Ash Friff, everybody. It's Ash Friff, everybody's here as well. Oh, thanks, everyone. Thanks. Now the music. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, all right? Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. No, I I've already Paul... said that. No, I have already done the intro. I'll turn your phone off. Is your phone please. on? Your fucking this phone is... I have to because this section required me to Honestly, be on the internet because cat... it's off the internet. Uh, if I was listening to this, I would not be listening to this. Because of the phone. <laughs> Get close to the mic, you oh, fucking. Oh, fucking. It's like fucking Hitler's Germany. Wow. <laughs> wow. <sighs> anyway, close well... to the mic! I'm sorry. I'm your sorry. mic as well. I'm sorry. Line up, fancy mic. That was the worst thing that Hitler did. Can I just say <laughs> his mic? Can I just? He's a real bully with say. mics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm here. I'm here now. We're not making any fun jokes at the Do expense you know what? of uh, these pop guards the smell World really nice. We're just going to move on with the show. The pop guards smell nice. Can I just say that? You, oh God, they do. They're, they're lovely, they? aren't they? What do they smell like? It's like. Slightly sandalwoody, but sort of like a like it's got an interior, a new car interior. It's sort of new. Smell. Yeah. It smells of new. Yeah, lovely. I've gone into a shop. Fucking hate doing this show. You know, <laughs> fucking it's hate like it. Upholstery, like. Have you ever gone into a car that's got new in? Yeah. It's like that, isn't it? I don't like, like this smell. show talking about the smell of car interiors. From three minutes, like don't it. know anything about cars. All right, what's coming up on Cheap Show Can I then, quickly Paul? just say, just oh. quickly talk about on. cars? No, I don't want to talk about I cars. I knocked on the front door. Eli leant out the window and said, have you already parked? And I was standing at the front door. <laughs> I don't know. You could be a remote control he said, one. He said, I don't know anything about cars. I was like, well, they're not <laughs> invisible. No, you really don't know anything about cars. You don't know whether you're in or out of a car. <laughs> <laughs> recognise the concept of a car are you constantly checking you're not speeding in a built up area basically yeah we have got lots of fun things on Cheap Show for you to listen to today for instance we're going to start with a segment we haven't done in a while and I thought we'd bring it back hashtag Ask Silverman that's a bit of fun lovely Uh, we've also got some classic 
price of shite today. Um, we'll get into that pretty soon. And that's right. Uh, then we've got Silverman's Platter, Moog Edition. It's exciting. We're going to be listening to some Moog music, aren't we? If you feel the need, the need for tweed, then listen to my Moog special. What does Moog mean? I think he was trying to go for a gag where he rhymed Moog with Moog, and then he got halfway through the rhyme and realised he, he said tweed. <laughs> no, and so, listen, or, people in the know will know what I'm talking about. Yeah? People. Yeah. Yeah? If you feel the need for tweed... <laughs> the need for tweed. I don't know what that means. Don't know what that means. I know. That's I'm why so I like excited to find out, though. So uh, I'm excited about the show. So shall we get right on with it, boys and girls? Can you stop bouncing? Stop <laughs> bouncing. You're picking up on the mics. I'm not actually, because I'm wearing the headphones to the monitor, and I know what I can hear. And what I can hear Paul. is substandard comedy coming from your <laughs> fucking face. All right. Uh, I just should let everyone know, Paul, that you are yeah. doing private mic technique tutorials and how to build a podcast from the ground up. I personally have helped over 2,000 companies yes. become YouTube millionaires, <laughs> and I can do the same for you. All you got to do is click on the link below, and it's time for Sexy Talk with Paul Gannon. Oh, yeah, that's my, that's my spin-off podcast, Paul Talk Sexy. It's for the fans who want a bit more of me, <laughs> and I'll give you more. I, I shouldn't that do that voice. Bullshit. You know, I'm going to have a fucking spin off podcast. What's going to be called? <laughs> what? Pickles with Silverman. Pickles with Silverman. And that fucking run shit. How many episodes can you get out of that? Uh, one, at least. <laughs> one eight hour episode. Yeah. 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 I just. You have a spin off idea, Ash? I know you've got one. Yeah, it's called Pranks and Firth. Yeah. You can get it on iTunes. All right, enough of that. And, uh, enough of that now. <laughs> ACARS. Enough of that, that. It's really good. Enough and I want that. to thank you for giving me the platform <laughs> to. Privilege. It no, it's our privilege. I want to get you involved in some mic techniques. Well, look, um, we're doing our best because we are recording in this big, 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 empty, reverby room. So we're getting close to the mics as possible to keep the sound intimate there's more, and clear. There's more pants of Eli's. <laughs> They're not my pants. They're I hate to say pants. that, yeah. I hate to say that, but oh, those are not. Anyway, moving on to the first Random segment of the pants show. staring Ash down. <laughs> <laughs> they are looking deep into my soul. I can see through the fly hole of one of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't okay, look Paul, into the ask, eye. Eli, ask Silverman. Silverman is here. Right, so there's a load of these, so we'll just... i tell you what. I'll, I'll give you it, quick answers, Paul. No, no. I'll, I'll tell give you, you quick... All I was going to say is... What are you going to tell me? going to tell me something? You can judge whether you want to... Add, don't fucking give me that attitude. Don't give me that attitude. All right, I'm sorry. You trumped up little fucking Herbert. I'm, had, I'm getting dog head. What does that mean? When you've had too much coffee, you go... Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> you don't like that all the time. I know, but I'm especially like that. Because <laughs> I've had too much coffee. Yeah, all right. So there's a load of these. So you'll he's be the judge. more coffee, listener. Yeah, you know, he's just compounding the issue. There's a load of them. You get to pick which ones you want to answer. If you don't want to, just say next. All right? All right, fine. All right? But then I'll eventually have to answer them. No, you just can skip them. There's a load. So it's up to okay. you. You are Lord Executioner of the answers. I understand the rules. Good. First question. The first question is from Alistair. Uh, he says, Hello, Eli. Are you able to tell me why some bars and clubs only play short clips of tracks, maybe one and a half to two minutes long, usually alongside a music video of said tracks on big screens around the venue? Thanks. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking with you. Doesn't Paul. matter. No, it's uh, who, who was that again? That was Alistair, Alistair underscore chart. Alistair, very interesting question. No. Very. Um, <laughs> He's pushing it. Go on. And... It's basically down to, down to yeah. the changing mediascape that we find ourselves in. It's very dry. Did so, <laughs> I move on? Basically, I want to hear, hear it. People's attention span, especially yeah. for music, seems to be truncating over the years. Gone. It's getting much, much shorter. So even with it, with like Vine, 
there was people doing music on Vine, which was six second things. People were into that. Wow. Just like, and there is this sort of pop that's coming out now, which oh. is literally hook. Hook, hook. Someone was saying the other day that there'll be no long... He likes to spill his coffee over (laughs) his He's got very excited. Um, There's no introductions anymore. There's like, you will not get like a 30 second intro to a song ever again. Because by the time, if they haven't started singing after 10 seconds, people switch off. Yeah. Because you can skip so easily. This is exactly, this is part of why. So they just want to get hit you as quick as possible with the hook. And then that's how bored people are. So as a DJ who plays music from like up to t- 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, songs are only short there as well. No, but they're too long. A two and a half minute song. It's too t- long. It's too long by today's standard. It's crazy, and literally, because it? you've got the imagery with it. It's just literally like, shake your tits. Suck. I was on the bus the other day. This doesn't end with you asking someone to shake their tits, does no. it? No. I was on right. the bus the other day and there was a, a kid behind me listening to music on his phone out loud. Annoying. Yeah. Fucking terrible. But that's like not what we're it. here to talk about. The actual music... Just some kind of hip hop, and it was literally suck my dick, dick, suck a dick, dick a dick, dick, suck a dick, <laughs> ooh, be sucking dick, suck my dick, 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 suck a dick, dick a dick, 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 and then it was like a new tune. And it was like dick's gotta be sucked, suck a dick, dick, dick. I was like, is this fucking some kind of joke? Do you know right. what I mean? I thought it was like joke music. I don't think it was. I think there's some hip hop out there now. Where it's just you- like dick in the socket. <laughs> Do you think though that um, we're just old? Because, yeah. like, do you, well, I remember my mum talking about the... Because she was a child, you know, she was a teenager, I guess, in the 60s. Or at one point, she must have been. She was a child. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you can't have one without the other. Well, no, she was a test tube adult. Oh. Um, but she said Modern. that, you know, her uh, dad and... They thought all the music was shit. But yes. looking back, you'd go, that was the greatest music ever, potentially. Something yes, like but there's, that's <sighs> true, what you said. But, but suck the a dick. fact is... The Fab Four, Suck a Dick... <laughs> The fact is that songs are getting in there. All this, the, like the real sort of youth music, seems to be this completely uh, ADHD style, just 20 seconds going down to nothing. Yeah. And it's, you know. Can I just add, just so you know, Ash, that anecdote he told about being on the bus and hearing that song, I was sat next to him when yeah. that story happened. What, what was yeah. the tune? Yeah. How did the tune go, Paul? I'm just saying dick, that he dick didn't involve suck, me in the story. I was not in his memory of that moment. Well, the dick at all. You were just sitting there mincing with your face. You mean mincing you? with my face? What does that even mean? <laughs> you know what it means. How many questions in are we? <laughs> One. One. Oh, so in, in, it's the changing face of modern media. And do you have to have no like, a next? Video no follow up. No follow up. They do do that. They show a video up. No follow up. There are no... This I don't on. go to modern clubs Shut up. No, awful problems. Next one. This is from Stewpot194. What is your opinion, Eli, on Doctor in the TARDIS by KLF, aliases The Time Lords? Was that KLF? Under the alias of um, Time Lords, apparently. I did not know that. I didn't really yes. know that. Good, that's answered that. So, next question is by at Beanie Tuesday. Great song, In all way. the years of Eli DJing at various bars and venues, what are the best and worst songs that have been requested? Also, any prize vinyls in this collection? Keep, what? That, keep it short. <laughs> have you, are any... there any songs that you like? <laughs> Do you too like vague. songs? That's too vague. Right, next. Uh, well, in terms of the worst requests, Mambo number five. Yeah. Desposito. The, the Macarena. Desposito, they seem to have calmed down on. Good. Because it's a fucking piece of shit. Desposito. Tra-la-la-la-la. Yeah, Desposito. Yeah. You remember that one? Desposito. Yeah. I think I've shown that I know it. So all <laughs> types of shit. All types of shit. Yeah. Good. Next question. Fucking hell. Paul's full of the joy of spring. I'm just getting on with these. Uh, next question's by 
at Ash Frith. Oh. When is Ash going to be back on the show? He when is great. Is I love him. What a stupid <laughs> <Okay>. prick. <laughs> Did it work? Uh, no. So, uh, can I answer the question? Yep. Ash, you're now, you're on this show now. Now? Yes. Wow. So that's when. Excellent. Or then, and, um, if you're listening to the future. Please keep tuning in. Well, thanks, I will. I love the show. Big fan. <laughs> it worked. It got me on. It was about a minute after that, you messaged me and said, do you want to be on the show? Uh, next one, Oswald Cobblepot. That's the, the penguin from Batman. Yep. At Osco113 says, ask Silverman. After the, after the success of the Clan Command, do you have any other ideas for other movies? Don't laugh at that. Why it is because it, because it's like has he ever had any ideas? Oh right, yeah. I had the idea for the Clan Command. Yeah, eight like years ago, didn't yes, you? Yes, it was. And a it good took one. you about eight years to it's make some brilliant. one it's thing. A beautiful film. Um, I'm not denying the quality of it, no, no, despite the slightly just... amateurish acting on his behalf. It no, points with that. No, I, I, I will not. It have, I will not say it that. was not amateurish. It was a little bit. It was stilted. I want to see some. Stilted. It was a bit stilted at points. You're such a knob. I no, I am what I am. Yeah, which is not a fucking you can critic see, of acting. You can see you just Paul like criticism. In, I'm um, a bad actor. I know. We did a thing together. That's where we met acting. No, with uh, Richard Sandling's yeah. Perfect Movie. Yeah. We did a zombie. Yeah. Oh, is this Ask Silverman yeah. or is this two, sorry, two cunts whitter on about some shit they did? I anyway, didn't like <laughs> Man. I didn't feel like I, I didn't, thought it was balls. Pretentious yeah. wank. Uh, trying to, I don't know if he's seen my other work with Ben Steiner, The Office Party Rescue. Yeah, I've not seen it. It's good. actually all Check right. Check that out, Office Party <laughs> Rescue. He fucks you a prince. Just printer. call me a cunt. I don't know if I yeah. want to. No, I was only joking. He's the cunt. So. <laughs> 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 anyway, moving swiftly on. Uh, check out Office Party Rescue because we are looking at expanding that to something I'm just going to call Shame Taker. Oh. All right, whatever. Good. Okay. Uh, a Geeky Girl asks, do you rate those noodles which have slimy texture or are you a purist? I don't know. I don't. I, I, she's just confused. Slimy noodles. What does she, oh, she means. Okay, I know what she means. Maybe like a pot noodle. Uh, well, you have two broad categories. Of I hate this section. Noodles. I shouldn't do this section. Really. <laughs> I like this section. I like yeah. it. So two it's basic. You have, what are, you have what is called... <laughs> now we both called you. have you. what are called <laughs> yeah. stir-fry style yeah. instant noodles. And I think that's what she's referring to. So what you do with those is you cook the noodles. Yeah. Usually just How by steeping them. Though? Usually by steeping them. Steeping them. Well, rather than boiling. On an incline. Then you drain them. No. You're no. going to need to do better than that, no. Ash. Come on. <laughs> Come on, mate. Come on. Uh, and then you'll put some sauce on it, and it all kind of kind of bit slimy. Bit slimy. But then you have your soup-based noodles, which are in brothy. Water. Yeah. So are they slimy? Do you see what I mean? What? What? Wet about? and slimy. What is so, the difference? But also, a purist would be fifty quid. A purist would have the <laughs> soup ones. I think that's what she's saying. Okay. So yes, generally, I would prefer a soup one. That's fucking loads of these. But how do you eat them with a fork or a spoon? I would use a fork. And then slurp, slurp it from the side of the bowl for the broth. Yeah. Right, next one. So, generally, on. I would prefer a be a purist, but there are some stir-fried style ones yeah. which are very good. And I just had yeah. one today, a Kung, on. Kung Fu auto, uh, um, artificial soybean flavour, which you have... It's come round the whole problem of artificial whether you go for a soup Artificial soybean flavour. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's got round the problem of whether you go for like a stir-fried style one or a broth style one. Because it's combined about both this now. With the broth separately in a bowl. And do you pull that So over? you just have a clear broth. You Don't use the water, you steep your noodles, then you pour this that shouldn't into be the broth, separate broth bowl, and then you've got a pack to put on your noodles. So you've got the noodles, hate nice stir-fried flavour. Hate sip this. The, sip the broth on the you side. You make the meal in your mouth. 
Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking lovely. Thank you. Next Geeky question. girl number two or whatever. Sam Dawkins asks, any chance you would like to adopt a 25-year-old? He's talking about himself. Would you like to adopt him? No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Annette Curtin asks... Maybe it was a girl. Is that... <laughs> Sam could be a girl. I apologise on behalf. <laughs> Sam could be a girl. I mean, maybe, but his profile picture looks... <laughs> Sexy. His beard, unless it's a shadow. That could be a downstairs unless beard. Unless she's oh, doing a handstand. <laughs> no, it's oh, a man. Okay. It is man. I mean, it's all good, but don't... What, if I dropped him, does he have to do stuff for me? Or do I have to be his father? <laughs> what I mean, kind of stuff? I don't know if that's how Sam, what are you works. offering? Well, I'm not sure the foster agency could be round offering people up to you with that kind of... Co- so, yeah, I will adopt these children, but do they have to do stuff for me? Or A big man in a basket that they just leave on your doorstep. Yeah. Him in a nappy and a bib. Where's the pub? <laughs> I don't... You see this... Anyway, the answer's no, Sam. Don't characterise me as an alcoholic, mate. You're I've never worse. seen him drink. Exactly. Never, Ash ever. has never seen me drink. Doesn't mean anything. Well, he's seen me a lot. Yeah, Yeah, he's never seen you shit, but he knows you do that. Don't. That's not a bad analogy. That's know. a bad analogy. It's not. That's a terrible analogy. It's not. Yeah, go yeah. watch him shit now. Okay, <laughs> go, right. watch go watch you watch him. I Paul, think he might be addicted. Eye to, to eye. That's the one thing I'm concerned about. That you're addicted to shitting. No, oh, yeah, I'm the doing wings it. Like, you know, I saw your tweet the other day. It's, there's nothing more confusing than waking up one a.m. This keeps happening to me. What's going on? I'm like, wake up, and you know, like the way you need a piss, you need a shit. Yeah, and you go and explode. <laughs> What's <I'm> this? <laughs> Why are we talking about this? The worst thing is, I woke up, needed a poo, one a.m. I went to the bathroom with my phone. Yeah, and. Treated about it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, right. Next one. Shitter. That's what they should. Annette call it. Curtin asks <laughs> Eli, "What do you think is going on here?" What? Let's see. There's a link to a gay priest who's 79 to rekindle romance with 25 year old Romanian male model husband it's... from the Daily Mirror. Right. So, what do I think? I what? think we're not going to touch that with a fucking barge pole. <laughs> okay. Next. So we're going to move on. Um, oh, Oswald Copperpot asks another one. Well, they're in order. Um, I'll ask it and you can see if you want to take it or okay, not. Okay, sure. Uh, hit, ask Silverman. Shag, marry, kill out of Barry, Ash and Stuart Ashens. Mm. Well, come on. I think <laughs> I'd have to shag you, Ash. Thank you. Um, <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said. Marry, Barry. Yeah, definitely marry, And I'd Barry. have to kill Stuart. I wouldn't yeah. like to. I mean, it's the way it's got to you, be. You shouldn't have to. I don't have to. Can't I just have a gangbang all four way? And then never talk to anyone again. I'm not, I'm not up for it, but... No, let's not move. Anyway, uh, undecided <laughs> is the answer there, I think. Uh, Dean Marsh asks, ask Silverman, what would you rather be? What would you rather be? A bee or a wasp? Hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Depends what kind of wasp. A wasp. Good answer. Like no, a giant not, hornet. They're pretty cool, answer. aren't they? No. Would you like to lay your eggs in the head of another creature? Yes. Yeah. Wasp I is. would like to necrotitomize... If that's the word, yep. necrotize. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a huge larvae and live in its old brain carcass and like, like fucking press little nerve endings to they like send literally... messages to my kids that are all eating its intestines out from the inside. That's fair enough. Wasp. The answer is wasp. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Right. Next one is uh, from at Dolores von Vixen. She asks. I like her. I like her name. Would you, <laughs> you, Ash, would you ever consider doing drag? Oh, uh, I have. I like his have name. You? Yes. 
I used to do both drag and self-harming in boarding school. So there you go. Terrible, (laughs) sad tale. It sounds like an awful Edinburgh show. (laughs) I used to get a little. Yeah, I got quite into it in my teen. Boarding uh, school sounds great, doesn't it? All the kids come out of it just great. Damaged. So yeah, I I have. I'm and I'm happy to do drag. I just don't think it's uh, very amusing these days, is it? Because it's like what commercialized. Well, it's. You know, it's it's problematic, isn't it? I think it? as a straight man, yeah. it's kind of problematic. It's almost for me offensive. To do it. Yeah, it's very difficult but because it's like it's huge right now because of RuPaul's Drag yeah, Race shows. All, like they're that. all homosexuals. Oh, so you're saying as a straight man doing drag, you'd feel it's really a bit... interesting. Never thought about that. That is genuinely it so could be I mean? seen as being offensive. Yes, that's never crossed my mind before. But traditionally, there were people who were straight men who actually got a kick out of it yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like what yeah. about what? Oh no, that's not traditionally. You mean like that guy in Mash? Yeah, because you can't black. Wasn't he doing that to prove he he was insane? He's doing it to prove he's insane. Yeah, you can't black up. So why can you? I mean, you can. It's just like you have to suffer the consequences of doing it. Yeah, you can if you wanted to do it right now. But then we would judge you and never have you back on the show again. Black up. Yeah, do it. (laughs) Do it. Give us just give us that excuse. Um, (laughs) Give us it. But yeah, so what's the difference? Be good news as well. Exactly. What's the difference? Yeah. Mm. It's uh, problematic. So, what's the difference? I would do well, it. I would do it, especially if there was some kind of role to play or some kind of showbiz reason to do it. Then yeah. I'd do it. Yeah, like, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to play dress up. Would you ever do a sex scene? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> would you do a gay sex scene? Uh, yep. Yeah. I think if it was in a, a tastefully constructed <laughs> script. With a full crew. <laughs> not just think, you grabbing yeah, a man from behind me, and going... Not me answering an ad in a, oh. in a newspaper <laughs> going up to Middlesbrough or something. Like, I think, because that's where all the sex things happen. If in, you were going to do in, a straight sex scene yeah. as an actor... Right, I'll just set the fucking camera up. <laughs> yeah, just go over there, spread it. I'll just get the KY out. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I think if you're going to do a straight sex scene... I'm a bit hard. As an actor, Uh, you have to do a gay sex scene. Otherwise, what is... If it's real, it'd be real otherwise. If you're like, oh, I'm not doing a gay sex scene, then... Then you're sort of admitting that the the heterosex scene, that you're getting something out of it, which is not many. Yes, exactly. Very good point. Very good point. So, And I obviously agree with that. And that's why I said yes, Paul. Well, I said yes to both. Yes, I'll do anything in the name of... The arts. Right, yeah. one last question. We're going to end on a tasteful one. Eli, yeah. this comes from Sam the King 25 and he asks Eli, what's the worst place you've had to do a poo-poo? <laughs> <laughs> I could probably a ditch somewhere. <laughs> probably a ditch. How, how did it come about? Outdoors, I can't remember. Oh, no, we're at ditches, I are, remember mate. going on holiday to France as a yeah. child and there were yeah. some pretty bad ones. You know, because they've still got the stupors. You know, the hole in the floor is. Yeah. And do you know, in Holland, yeah. they've got those toilets with the shit shelf on. Yeah. You know about this? Yeah, you shit onto the shelf and then it washes off of that. I once See- had worms, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I chat into the shit shelf and I saw something moving in my Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Where had you taken it? I was a child. I shouldn't have asked this question. I shouldn't have asked this question. You saw... This was my mistake. Worms. There was a big fucking worm. You this shit it out, mistake. They're not microscopic. This was, this they was are, my mistake. They're worms. They move. And they're wriggling around inside your tummy. In your tummy tum tum. Yeah. Wow. So we have, um, we, we have come to Chief a natural conclusion. Chief show, everybody. We've come to a natural conclusion. It's an Ask Silverman. If you like this, no one please keep it. 
I did. Did you? Well, I like the bit about worms out of Eli's so... bottom. All right, yeah. I was Paul be... doesn't want anyone to send in any more questions because it not, intimidates I him. I didn't say that. Did you hear me say that? No, and he's got a that. whole backlog. You've got, load. Saying, you've, well, got, you've got enough for now, don't bank you? Bank him for another time. I wish I hadn't ended on that one where I'd said about worms. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crack on. It's time for a section of the show that we do every once in a while. It's a quite popular section, but we've we've kind of developed it and grown it recently and we thought let's go back to the classic you know the classic the classic price of shite it's the fucking price of shite it's the fucking price of shite it's the fucking price of shite oh it's the fucking price of shite and that's right excellent (laughs) textbook it's like being on steve right yeah you are our crazy posse gang yeah woo woo Oh, I hate that so much. Woo! God. Woo! I like Woo. that you have that opinion. Woo! Woo! Woo. <laughs> You're very funny. <laughs> You're very funny, Steve. Steve. <laughs> You're very funny, aren't you, Steve? Imagine like... you get paid 20 grand a year to tell someone they're always funny. I think most producers who work on radio stations, by and large, do that yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, just ask your mate, Christian O'Connell. <laughs> I'll ask his producer. Yeah. yeah. He's fucking off to Australia. I know. I can't, can't ask him anything. And well, he's doing he a breakfast show out there, isn't he? He is, yeah. What's that? Oh, he's doing a show out there. He's yeah, moving. yeah. He's going. Well, congratulations. Doesn't he have a wife and kids? Yeah, yeah, they're all going. Yeah, they're all going. They're happy with he's that. He's not thought about his big kid, me, yeah. <laughs> and the tour support that I'm now not doing. Oh, edit point. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are doing the price of shite. So, Very happy um, for him. Eli, do you remember the rules of Price of Shite? I absolutely do, Paul. Why don't you explain it? Because every time I do, I make a garbled fuck mess of it all. <laughs> Good, thank you. So, to play the classic ver- Paul. What? In the room, are we? Yeah. To play the classic version of The Price of Shite. What's all that about? I just like some respect and some fucking. You're never getting that. I just like a bit of fuck. You're never going to get it. I just want no, a mo- you're never going to get it. I just want a modicum of no, you're respect never gonna whilst get I do my voice work. Never okay? ever going to get it. Ooh, bop. Now you're talking like okay. Well, Who sang on. that song? That's on Vogue. On can Vogue. We, can we leave it with, with them singing it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you shit. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. What was never, other never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never no, no, gonna no, get no, it. No, no. There you go. Right now uh, we can move on. Hit, what was their other? Uh, um, uh, being a lady. Do you want to be a lady? Cause I'm a lady. I tell you what, it's like being a lady. Suck on a dick, gonna suck on a dick. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, to play the classic version of the price of shite, yeah. one person will produce three cheap items. Oh yeah, we're doing that. And they go for unusual items, often from a charity shop. Don't mm. have to be. No. But something you know that causes a little bit of chat. Yeah. In the cheap show studio booths. Yep. Okay. Uh, you select these items and you present them to whoever's playing the price of shite. Which is you and Ash today. Well, this is good today because we can have a competitive version. Yes. Excellent. Uh, uh, so you present them one at a time. Yeah. And we, the contestants, guess how much you paid for each item. It's that simple, Paul. But how close do you get to be for points? Now, if you exactly... How close do you get to be for points? <laughs> hey, guys, how close do you get to I'll be for I'll tell you how close do you actually get to be for points, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad one. 
Eli, come on, get yourself no, together. Tell, tell you me how point. close do you have to get to be for points? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say right now how close you have to be to get to points, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> if you guess the price exactly, yep. you get two points. Ooh. And if you are with... <laughs> If you're within 25p, is that right, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how expensive, One point. I think 25p is fair. Yeah, so bang on two points, 25p either over way. One point. One way. <laughs> <laughs> Just 25 Paul, either try, over way. Don't try it. 25, <laughs> um, guys, 25 either over way. Shut up. And sometimes there's a trick question and one of the items was found on the street, for example, or oh, in a tube I've station. I've seen that done before. Yeah. I didn't like I that. I find that fucking disgusting behaviour. I didn't behavior. like that. I did not like it. Okay, so it's I think one it's thing safe I don't to... like about this feature. And it's safe to say I was upset. But anyway, moving it's, on. I th- so it's safe to say from your little pissy pant reaction to all of this, proper gamemanship, <laughs> gamesmanship. <laughs> gamesmanship. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going Your on? Your pissy pants reaction to my gamesmanship <laughs> means that we can on? assume, Ash, none of these items are going to be trick ones that he's found. He won't do that. He, he wouldn't do that because I, say, I heard the reaction right. to what you did. Okay. okay. So he'd be the ultimate hypocrite if he tried that shit with us. Yeah. So, shall we start? Let's have the first item, Paul. I'll start with you, Eli. What is this? Okay. Now, in my hand, I have a... Small box. dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rain it in. I've got a box. That's what she said. (laughs) And it's a Doctor Who, it says on the outside, a Doctor Who Sonic Spork. Oh. Now, this is a BBC branded item. Yeah. And it has a sort of foreskin style <laughs> envelope Mastily on the box done. which I'm going to remove yeah and then we don't we, we want it to be as mint as possible so we'll keep remove the foreskin I've removed that and what's I'm... the foreskins ca- count in the room have we ever covered that no three <laughs> we've covered it man. <laughs> it's on. covered down there yeah. believe me and I'm getting out the sonic it's got a nice and a bit of uh, padding in there and I'm getting out this novelty Doctor Who fanboy item I think you can right. call it and I think what three varied items today as it well. It is a sport, and it's not too bad. It's got a kind of sci-fi handle, which I'm guessing after the Sonic screwdriver is modelled after the Sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Um, in, in, there you specifically go. speaking, it's the eleventh. It's uh, Matt Smith's okay uh, Sonic screwdriver. So it's a Sonic spork. There you go. It's a, yeah. it's a lovely little thing. It's a lovely little. It's thing. a lovely bit of. Uh, here, I'm going to hand it over. Do you think to sporks are as useful as they decree? Sport's a pretty useful thing, yeah. Yeah, do you think this yeah. is when we were talking earlier about noodles? This would be good for noodles. Good for noodles, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I think, you know. Don't you expect the uh, gaps in the prongs at the top to it be a It doesn't look deeper? like a very effective sport. Doesn't. And I... to be honest, Paul, why would you, you wouldn't want to ruin your Sonic Spork. No, it's, it's a, a collector's just, piece. It's a collector's piece. Yeah. I feel like this is um, like a publicity item because yeah. it's so cheap, so cheaply made. Yeah. Like the um, the handle, the metal part, you can see that where it narrows to go into the plastic. You can see that outside of the plastic. Yeah. There is no. There's very very the spork, little. The build on the spork's terrible, and it's got a horrible chrome. So I reckon this finish. is for the new series. They were like, just get some sporks out there. 
I think you'd be disappointed if you bought that and you're a fan and you bought it because you're a, you know, I'm a, a Doctor Who completist. Yeah. I think you'd get that and you'd think the quality of it is yeah. shit. It's a piece of shit. I a, know I was just saying it was a lovely little thing, but now I'm saying, what's the use of it? It's completely useless. It's got a little scratch on the if bottom you, as well. It's a novelty, if isn't it, If you tried to... It's eat, a novelty, eat though. With it. It's inscribed. Yeah. It's like that thing you got. There's an inscription like, on it. It's like what thing I got. That uh, sign that says "boys' bedroom." Oh, it's, like, yeah. it's a bit pointless. Yeah. It's, a bit, it's, it's made for the sake of it being made. Have yeah. you read this inscription? It's no. probably nothing, but it says "To dearest Matt, good luck with the upcoming series." Is that what it says? Put it in the bin. It's probably worth us. <laughs> that doesn't say that. No, it doesn't. No, fucking. Does it? I was interested in it then. <laughs> so, um, you had a look at it. Um, now it's time to tuck in it. Can we? No. Can we have a clue, Paul? Where where was this purchased? And uh, that was purchased in. Uh, I okay, so it's complicated. I bought it from a friend who was given it and didn't want it, and I said I'd buy it. Ah, so you made him an offer. Yeah. Ah. See what I've done. That's See, tough. that He's, is tough. Who's going first? Is he? Well, you, did he? Did he, he say? What did he? How did this conversation go? Did he go? Oh, it was basically, I've had that in my drawer for years. I don't want it because I'm cleaning my desk out. Do you want it? And I was like, all right, yeah, but it looks quite nice. So I'll use it for the cheap show. And so I'll give you a couple of quid for it and I've paid or whatever. You know what I mean? So he goes, oh, how much? Two quid. Wait. Two quid. Wait. Two quid. Wait. Wait. That's what I was thinking. Two quid. Um, so. He said, I couldn't accept that much. He said, no, don't be stupid. I said, uh-huh. well, I'll take it. I'll give you it for amount, what was in my pocket. Oh, so it isn't two. Right. And he goes, fine, there you go, cheers. And then he said, add 25p onto that. Yeah. So, you know. Quid. What do you think? Quid. £1.30. £1.30. Yes. All right, we'll remember your scores. We'll come okay. back to it at a later date. I'm putting the em- the uh, foreskin envelope back on. Yeah, have it in its box. I want it, you know. Mint in box. It's not mint. Mint on card. It's, it's disappointing close. that it's been sitting in a drawer and yet it's still dog-eared. Yeah, well, it's probably had like a stapler on it and stuff like that in its history. You can't have it anymore. Touch, touch. Anything else you want to point out on no, it? No, let's have the second item. And you want the second item? Wash before first use. That always. Yeah, that's stuff. good, isn't it? Why? Because we coat it with cyanide. Yeah. Right, ready? Item number two starts with ash. What is it? Show it what, say is, what you see. This is a lovely little piece. Yeah. Um, it is in the shape. It's like a small pack of cards, it looks like. But it's made to look like a pack of Kellogg's Raisin Splits. Do you remember uh, them? I don't no, remember them they at all. Didn't. They were the bomb. Were they? I don't remember. They are lovely. Was it like cornflakes and raisins, basically? They were from the 80s. No, I think they were like almost like a shreddy with with um, raisins in. inside. But I oh. think... Think they come in a, in the multi pack. Yeah. I think in oof. the um, you know when you I'm get a variety an oof, pack. An oof moment. Oof. But, <laughs> yeah, all right. They're, so they're purple. They've got a red stripe around them. They're called splits with a Z, like yeah. beans with a Z. That's the eighties for you. Yeah. And uh, but these are branded. These are sponsored, yeah. and they are telly addicts. Uh, Noel's telly addicts. Although he woo, doesn't get it. Woo! There's a Noel alert. Noel alert. <laughs> woo, woo! And they are questions on a. On a teleadic theme. Yeah, they are. They came free in uh, Kellogg's Splits. They were um, a selection of teleadic's questions. And if you got different serials, you got different genres of questions. I think the thing is, on the back here, the back of the package is a television, like an 80s television. And yeah. it's got who uh, people on there who I imagine were celebrities of the time uh, drawn on there. Let's see if we can recognise any I can see Clint Eastwood here. Talking to the mic. I can see Clint Eastwood there. Yeah. But... 
absolutely no clue who the middle any one of is the obvious other... come on is Let's that see. angela lansbury yeah but she wrote, when she it? was 20 <laughs> no she was a bit oh from uh, 60s then murder she wrote yeah, yeah. all the genre, all the genre questions on there oh are there's kojak classic show where's kojak i didn't see kojak Kojak's up there mate the bald one he he was number one in the year i was in the day on the week i was born good with a... do you know who was number one where you were born yeah who it was uh, you can uh, ring my bell you can but I need to walk. 77. 79. Who was number one when you were born? It Paul? was, um, what's that song called? Reggae Summit? Reggae um, by XTC? No, who is it? Come on. I don't like cricket. 10CC. 10CC. And Dreadlock Holiday. Dreadlock Holiday. What year was that? When were you That born? was 78. You're older than me. Yeah. <laughs> He's older than me. I'm older than both of you. You're older than both of us. Yeah. So and then, then we've got who have we got? That, we've got a um, Native American chief. Maybe Lone Ranger and ton, Tonto. Is it Tonto? Above him is that Tonto. Andrew Agassi? Yeah. No. Is it? I don't know. Not... I mean, look at the genre. It, it, it might be you've Columbo. got Lansbury there, and then you've got someone who looks like Lansbury as well. I didn't much. think the the cover of this was going to be the most interesting. But there's part. questions inside. Well, let's do. What, shall I ask some questions? Ask some questions. Have a little go. See how we do. How exciting! It's all of a sudden an impromptu quiz. Are it's, you ready? Yeah. Remember, or just so you know, Telly all addicts, these drama, ten... detectives, Wait. vintage TV, etc. Yeah. They're the genres. Are you ready for your first question? Yes, Mr. Silverman. Yes. Buzz in. I am a bit high. <laughs> Oh, the jokes! <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Ah, mm, Go ah, on. Mm. Ah. In which program would you have seen Corporal Rocco Barbella? Uh, Chips. Is that your final answer? Well, that's all I've got. I I would have guessed Rocco. Uh, was it Life on the Streets? That LA one, Life on LA Streets. I don't know. It's not right. You're both wrong. It's Bilko. Oh, show. oh, there you go. In which town was All Creatures Great and Small set? Little Piddleton on the plop. You are so lame. Is that <laughs> yeah. a real town? Yeah, well, I don't think it was a real town. Was it made up? It's a made up town, and if oh. you don't know, then you do not know. Fotheringhamshire. Good guess. It's Darabee. I wouldn't um, know that. Who was the star featured as the university dropout in Shelley? Shelley. Something Shelley. Isn't no. it strange that the premise of that sitcom Wait. thing was that he was a university dropout? I don't... I've never even heard or seen anything about this ever before in my I life. I remember watching it with my dad and my dad telling me that the man in it was an alcoholic. It's one of those depressing sitcoms the 80s used to do, like yeah, ever-decreasing yeah. Do you know circles what his name was? Butterfly. Anything Carla Lane did. Let's talk about Carla fucking Lane, shall name? we? Gotta get up, gotta get out. Grab a world by the foot and shout. Cleo Lane. No, Cleo Lane was... And who was Carla Lane? I got a right bread. Was, oh, I'm writing bread. I'm writing who was Penny bread. Lane? As, as, a, as a place in Liverpool. The guy's name was Highwell Bennett. Oh, he's a Welsh now, chap. in mm. which series... Highwell is difficult, isn't it? Because a well is depth, really. Not very high. good material, Ash. <laughs> get, get, got to get better, mate. Okay. Come on. This is the Come last on. one, because this is, yeah. to be honest, boring. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In which series is there an American cop called Mike Stone? Mike Stone. Mike. Now, Paul, think back to the answer you couldn't think of before. Oh, this Life is on the Streets. Because I never met the streets. Streets of LA. Streets of Los Angeles. 
<laughs> two syllables. One more, one more. Uh, streets, Mike Skinner streets. On the streets of Los Angeles. No, streets. one more city. On the streets, streets of State. California. On the streets of San Francisco. There you go. Well done. I the got that all by myself. Which had <laughs> well Michael done. Douglas in, didn't Yeah. It? And I've got a lovely... Seven in- coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely seven-inch single, which has two different versions of the theme tunes. Really oh, good. nice. Classic. Anyway, price it, price it, price it, price it. I think... I'm going to go this. 35p. I got this from the Arthur Rank charity in Cambridge. 35p. 35p. 50 pence. 50 okay. pence. I'm going quite round numbers. Okay, so... It's a nice little item, I have to say. Okay. And Raisin Splits has brought back an all a yummy, yum, nostalgic <laughs> feeling in my tumzo. Oh, oh well, there you go. Bring it over here. And now for the final, the final item on the price of shite tonight. Eli can have this. Okay. Now, this appears to be a tie. Yep. It's a blue and white striped tie. Yep. Is. Oh. is it a blue tie with white stripes or a white tie with blue stripes? It's a blue tie with white stripes. Yeah. Yep. Diagonal stripes. Yep. And it's got a kind of... Uh, That's very 80s to me. Yep. It's got a kind of... Uh, Almost tea towel-like finish. I was it. thinking yeah. tea towel. Yeah. When you just pulled that out, yeah. I thought tea towel. It it's got a tea towel-like finish, and it has the little loop stitched on the back there. For it's classy. Uh, it's a skinny tie, I think you'd say. Get close to the microphone. It's a skinny tie. Yes, it is. Stop telling me. Well, then. Don't All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, it's nice. You look uh, like a Dexy's Midnight Runner. Oh, come on, Ollie. In this moment. I hate that song so much. I hate it it more now. 75p. Yeah, 75p for you. How much do you think? 150. 150. Right. Excellent. Here we go. Um, I hope you... I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. So, for the Doctor Who uh, thing... Uh, the spork. What did how you much, say? How much did you say? I said one pound. You said one pound. And I said one thirty. The actual price of this was seventy-five p. Oh, Ash gets a point. Yes, he's in twenty-five p. Is he within twenty-five? Yeah, because fucking is, isn't he? Yeah, so uh, I'm going to let him have that. So Thank point you. there. You can let you. me have it because that's the rules of the <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a fair man. <laughs> so next one, the Kellogg splits uh, free questions for telly addicts that I got from Arthur Rank Charity. That is. What did you say? Cheryl, inside her sad split. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say this was? 35p. I said 50. And you'd be getting two points for saying 50p, because that's how much it costs. Oh, this is so fixed. That's great. How's it fixed? He just had a little conversation with you. You We didn't have a conversation. He just showed me the receipts. He just texted, yeah. He texted the receipts to him. No, I didn't. Before the fucking show. He's got a bit off on the first one. No. Just to to throw us. Just get one point on one of them. Right, so, right. so let's get on with the 75p tie. This is a fucking sham. The tie. Let's right? just get on with the 75p tie. The tie. tie. The tie. Sham. You said what? It doesn't pounds. matter because I was wrong, wasn't I? You might, gonna get doesn't it. Matter. You might get two points for this. said £1.50. £1.50. And you said? 75p. Well, you're both wrong. It was found next to a bin on some doctors. <laughs> it was some dried dog dirt. <laughs> and I think the man took it off and it fell uh. on the poo. I've got it around my neck. <laughs> oh, and it was free, so I quit it up. <laughs> it was on dry dog poo. It was, I think it was dry. It was, he, the man had done a poo. He'd taken his tie off to do a poo. No, and you've got what it. are you talking about? Man? Why did you sniff it? I just, I've got to check now. 
<laughs> it smells okay. It smells freshly laundered. Well, it was found on some dog dirt. I reckon it was human dirt. I'd take a time. <laughs> if I was doing a poo, I'd take my time. Where? You next to some bins? It was outside uh, a, a place in Liverpool Street, an outside an office block. The war is heated it's been up. Used here, as a tourniquet. <laughs> I got you to put it round your neck. It, oh, you didn't even horrible. notice when I passed it to him. I used like my thumb and my forefinger away from where the muck was on. Oh, ha, ha. Oh, I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> right, next feature. time, we're going to have a blindfold oh. edition, yeah? Yeah, and, and it's going to be taste of shite. Dick in my mouth. I'm going to fucking KY yeah. my oh. dick and put it in your ear when you're asleep. And then you press, guess the fucking price of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking what? <laughs> this is not the intro to the show. <laughs> this is the intro to the show. It's not the show. It's halfway through the fucking, almost at the end of the show. Oh, do you want me to do a bit for the intro to this bit? Yeah, go on. Yeah? Welcome back, everybody. Now, it's a section I've been looking forward to, Paul. Why? Because it's a special Moog edition of Eli's Platters, Silverman's Platters. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I've been looking forward to this myself as well. Here so- comes Johnny McFatter with the platter splatter, and he's a hatter. <laughs> <laughs> Your preconceived notions I will shatter. You and your, everything you stand for do not matter. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, go on. It was going to be Set Blatter, but I don't yes. suppose either of you know who he is. He's I a, know who he is. He's a football man. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I'm incorruptible, unlike Set Blatter, allegedly. That would have been right. great. Okay. So. It doesn't quite scan, <laughs> but yeah. Yes, it's a Moog version. So explain to me. And our listeners who may not know. But not me. But not Ash. Please don't, don't explain. You've got to explain anything. to Paul and the listeners, but me, okay. not now, me, whilst I sit For those of you who don't know, the Moog yeah. was basically the first commercially available synthesizer. Right. Way what back. what is a synthesizer? Synthesizer is, I don't know. It's a, <laughs> synthesizer we've got a problem. Synthesizer is, is, yes, it's something that makes a sound using an electronic signal, Excellent. basically. So they weren't able to do that before. They had Mellotrons, uh, the very early sort of electronic uh, keyboard things that they made had tape yeah. loops. So each key would depress a different t- tape loop. Wow. And some of that is on the Radiophonic uh, Workshop. They use those. That's very primitive. Then Mr. Moog, which is how you actually say his name. Yes. Mr. Moog came along and he developed the first commercially available synths. And now you know. And there was also... Not very funny. Now, the, but it's fact. The original accurate. Moog synthesizer was a big unwieldy thing. I've I've actually been in a room with one and used it, but and it had these things where you uh, modules basically on it, Ooh. where you had to connect it and you had to set the modulation the on each one, yeah. and they would sort of wow, uh, great. They would uh, change by themselves. You know, they'd sort of they'd uh, slip. And so it was all very difficult to keep a tone sound. Or, but I think that does add to the sound. That kind of does. sums up what the sound is. From yeah, it what can I've sum learned. it up. So they would slip and they'd be very difficult. But then he came out with the mini Moog. Now, if you hear the Moog on a record, yeah. uh, from chances, that, are. chances are it's a mini Moog. The mini Moog was a big seller because it was much more um, you know, portable and mm. handy to use. And then you had the other things like the Korg. And the, oh, and the ARP. And we're going to be listening to some of the ARP today. And what's the difference between... Korg, ARP, and Moog, which they're all is just early. sounds now, isn't it? <laughs> they're, all early, they're all types of early synthesizer, Paul. Korg. But I think, right. uh, you know, basically they got uh, they eventually got over the kind of problems that the original Moog had with it, you know, being hard to sort of 
keeper sound and yeah. uh, you know a lot of fiddly stuff that you had to do. So it's all kind of variations on the, the same. The Moog theme. also had one of those things which does the tone, like a tone oh, thing, tone whoa, 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 a bending, yeah. a bendy thing. Yeah. Whoa. Don't you think it is incredible that they? What used to take up the size of a room can yeah. now be done on your phone. Yeah, yeah, it's you a bit can get a thing on your phone, can't you? Okay, uh, so it's a very dry section of the <laughs> it's show. It's not dry. It's dry because you are. You are. <laughs> I've not said anything. You're yeah, exactly. You're not said anything. Have you, you are making it. Play the Moog. No, you don't get to introduce <laughs> the music on Paul, this show. You Come are. Your way around, mate. <laughs> Fuck you. You are Rude. vaginal dryness and hives. How? how what? <laughs> You go around the country. That's the thing. Like <laughs> I tried to d- do it. Drive-ins and dives. Vaginal dryness and hives. Yes, it wasn't witty the I, first time. I tried like, to get them to play the it's moog. It's increasingly less funny now. Vaginal dryness. Use chives. If you say it <laughs> and carry on saying it, it doesn't make use it any funny. Use a chive poultice. Again, what is that? <laughs> it's a poultice. It's like a little bag which you put some chopped chives in and then put it on your dry fanny. Why do you want to come back on this podcast? Why do it's you? Just the, Are you ready for my splatters? Love is the love. Is it? Yeah, not from you guys. No? The listeners are great. Yeah, they're all lovely. All right, Paul. Some of them. Oh, so, shall we them. listen to a bit some of, of the Moog? Play the Moog! You don't get, no, you <laughs> don't get to introduce the song. Oh, Paul, you're such a petulant little no-mark. Oh, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, this is Paul's attitude to gaining new knowledge. Don't worry. Don't, don't care. care. Don't, don't care. care. Don't my, don't all care. of my thoughts were set in 85 when I was watching Bullseye and wanking. For Hit the, the moon. No, you don't get I to use the songs. <laughs> I spunked watching Bullseye <laughs> for the first time. Well, That's you... the name of your autobiography. <laughs> is it? I spunked watching Bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> How Jim Bowen improved my stroke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, a hit the moog. No, you don't. <laughs> so, what's the first track? The first one, we're going to go for classic. To. Now, when moog came out, we're gonna it was a novelty plays, sound that people hadn't heard before. Yeah. One of the uh, very first moog uh, that was on a pop song was, uh, uh, what's it called, Sign of My Father? Why are you asking? Oh, do-do-do-do-do. Really? That was the first to use Moog? That is a Moog. That yeah. is, uh, that is um, that Son of My Father by Chicory Tip. Chicory Tip. Why do I know that? That was a very I popular you dig song. dig in for that information It's a very as well. popular song. And uh, do you know who's behind that? One of the masters, lords, lords of the synth, you might say. Yeah. Uh, Giorgio Moroder. Together in electric. He did that and famously did the, uh, the, the synth on... Uh, Blade Runner? No, that's Vangelis. Oh, who famously did the synth on uh, Donna Summer's Give Me Love, yeah. Show Me Love, what's it? Wouldn't that have been the first one to use it then? No, Chicory Tip, several years before. Hit the Moog! That, that wasn't even oh, a Moog on the, on the Donna Summer. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> on the Donna Summer, it wasn't even a Moog. That would have been That's a more advanced... Electri- uh, yeah. electro- it was probably something music. like an arc or something. <laughs> yes, that. That pulsing, isn't it? Because that's when you... See on er, on the earlier moves you couldn't you couldn't actually program a sequence of notes. That's guys. Right, okay, go on. I never thought you had a, a falsetto there. I have a falsetto. I have a falsetto, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't want to explain yeah, no. that to the listener. He grabbed his vi- stuff. I didn't like it. <laughs> he grabbed his stuff and said, I have a full load or something. Full setto. I have a full setto. Oh, right. I've got a big hairy ball sack. <laughs> it's, it's more on the nose with Eli. The ball sack's more yeah, on the nose. Yeah, it is more on than his nose. So, when the moon. <laughs> I just wanted to do one point. Yeah. The Moog originally couldn't do those sequences that you hear on Show Me Love or whatever it's called. You know, the yeah. do, 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 do. that's like a sequence. The Bruce Forsyth bit. <laughs> 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 I feel like Amphia. <laughs> musical set, uh, show sorry. today. Okay. More than anything in my life, I want to hear someone do a cover of I Feel Love using Brucey's sound effects. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> 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 it's just perfect. <laughs> Anyway, go on. What's the song we're listening to? <laughs> no, God, I want to hear that so badly. <laughs> so, the first one is off an LP I picked up in Oxfam. Yeah. Uh, for £1.50. So, it's a proper staying on message there, nice. Paul. This isn't an expensive record. And it is. Phase Stereo 4 is the sort of series. And it has Le Meilleur Stereo de Monde. <clears throat> now, these are the records that were basically put out to help people sell hi-fi equipment. Oh, so like, here's how good it can sound. Put yeah. this wow. on. It demonstrates stereo, basically. And you can see this is the only one in the series. So the songs are purposely uh, put together so they can get the both out of the left and right channel and That's show it. how and clear. It, and, and it does. It is some quite impressive stereo on this. Nice. You, I, I love that. Yeah. So, and this is Electronic Experience number one. And it's by Claude Donjon and Synthesizer. And this is proper old school Moog. This is what was done with the Moog when it first came out. They go like, let's make a record where we cover popular songs on the Moog. Just so you can get a taste of it. And uh, But this is a real treat. And what is it? What the song. The track is called, is it, yes. We're going to go for Hey, Na Na, Hey Hey, Goodbye. And it, it goes... Which the oh. original was by Steam. And it goes... Something like... Hit the Moog! <laughs> you fucking ruined it. Not only did you get there early, but you, not, you ruined it when it was your time. I, I came too soon. Hit the Moog. Do it. Go on. Hit, please hit the Moog. Right, forget it. It's a fucking song. <laughs> Just put it on. I really like that. Yes. Oh, it felt good. That it is tip good. top class. You hit the Moog and you hit it right into a good I am part of the some, Moog. There's some classy Moog on that, yeah. man. That is like, a, it's a Moog wet dream for me, this oh. whole album. Now, other notable tunes on it, it's a, it's a version of Proud Mary. Yeah. Uh, Lay, Lady, Lay. Lady, Lady, Lay. Yeah. 
House, so that song, House of the Rising Sun. That song, as you said before, has been often uh, accredited to... Um, Lennon and McCartney. Lennon and McCartney, but it's not. It's a song, it was a huge hit by a group called Steam, and I yeah. don't believe they had many other singles, and they were of something of a... a one hit wonder. Yes, kind of and thing? they were a studio sort of concoction. They were oh. sort of a, some session players just came together. They had a song like a White House family. Uh, White House family. Yeah, yeah. No, but a lot better than no, the White a House lot family. better. I'm just the saying. Lighthouse family are the worst. Yeah, the worst. Beige. They're horribly beige. Ocean drive. Don't stop. No, I feel blue. <laughs> Sun's gonna shine on. But they, they were called Steam. Don't know why. Shut up. So blue. <laughs> There's a man who's worked in local radio yeah. most of his life. Way too long. On. Everything do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, right. I like that song. Shout you go deep like then. Like, you, your eyes closed, your I hands come up. He's, he's getting deep. it from deep, deep within. Was, it was deep. That came, that borrowed out. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. that is no, no, hey, hey, goodbye. A lovely like version. And, I like and there's the a bit where the breakdown yeah. comes in. I don't know if you're going to be able to play that. Oh, bit. I'm going to put that motherfucker in. When right the bass now. comes in, I'm going to put it in right about now. So, oh, sexy boy! It's really good. It's got that French mm. sort of French pop vibe. Ooh, you know what I mean? Got me all fizzy in my. And, in my de- and it is that kind of French sixties pop. It has a name, yeah, 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 which is spelt Y E Y E, yeah, yeah, music. And what yeah, does yeah. that mean? It's just a, it refers to that kind of pop. No, no, from no. The I don't know what it translates as. I don't know. Right. Okay. Probably just this nonsense, sort of like go go, yeah, yeah, sort of. It's just okay. a. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, and I'm well into that, especially there's a singer called France Gal. She's a brilliant singer. Anyway. Well, uh, let's, let's, that, how many platters does it get? I'm going to give that five. I love it. He Top loves platters. It. I really, it actually affected me internally. Yeah. I saw, I saw the electricity emanating from you. I genuinely love that. I could listen to that. Yeah. I like it. great. Nice evening of that. So I, I would, I would, uh, I'm going to give it four. Okay. Four for me. What do you? I'm going full five. I'm going, I'm plattered out. Okay. Well then that's great. I, uh. I think we can say that's a successful first platter, Silverman. So, what is platter number two? Don't say play. I will not say. The Moog. Hit the Moog! Because you'd also be <laughs> this wrong is not this Moog. time. This isn't Moog. Yeah. This, is, this is the ARP. So, so fucking next get up, told. slam it in my ARP! No. That's worse. Is it? That's considerably worse. Sorry. On many levels. Now, the next up is a seven Stop inch. Stop sniffing the pop shield as well. <laughs> no, guys. On. I need some focus here, yeah? Fuck us. Now, next up on this Moog special edition of Silverman's Platters. The first but not the last, we hope. No, I've got plenty of Moog in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't okay. have said it better I've got plenty of Moog in the trunk. But this, again, interests me because there's no artist. Again, it seems to be a record just sort of designed to sort of demonstrate the sound of these wonderful new instruments that were coming out. And yeah. this, in fact, the artist is called... The Amazing Music of the Electronic Arp Synthesizer. Catchy. And it's arranged by Gordon Langford. Now, on the uh, first side, you've got a tune by Gordon Langford. Exciting. Carrie's Carousel, which is okay. Yeah. But on the... That, on the go ahead, sorry. I will say this you after have I've listened to, to it, but 
It is carousel music, isn't it? Yes. Now, but the, the B-side, which is what we're listening to, is more interesting for me, Cocktails for Two. Oh. And it's written by two other people, not Langford. And I think it shows. Good information. It's, <laughs> it's better. And yeah. it really is, who let the biomorphic gnomes from the other side in to make their squibble squibble noises all over my record? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well then, by all means. That's the... See, that was your moment to say something. Oh, because well, Eli up. went to say something. Yeah, I know you ruined it. Actually. You're trying to beat your fucking Hit shit. Hit the arp. No. <laughs> arp me off. No, arp, start the arp. Start the arp off. No, don't add start anything to it. I've given you a great Open line Open up there. the door, climb I've in. i you a great start line the arp. There, And it's up to you now to decide whether you take it or not, or just being an unprofessional Stick idiot. Stick it arp me. All right, I like that one now. Mm. Yeah. Put it arp me. All right, you peaked. <laughs> right, you peaked. What's this track called again? This is Cocktails for Two. Let's play it now. Um, that is. That how a, does it have a wibble wibble quotient of fucking five hundred percent? Yes, it has a massive wibble quotient. <laughs> it has a squibble wibble squelchy wibby woo. That yeah. adds it's, a platter, doesn't it? That Definitely. is. That's a classic the squibble platter. Now that is the kind of silly moog record, or well, it's an arp record. Yeah, that silly synth and the size of music that I really love. I it's, don't know why I love it. I just do. It. It's like demented. It's silly um, music. It's madhouse music. It's the. It's in an asylum, a man plays with coloured blocks whilst well, his plays in their head. You can't listen to that and not smile. Impossible. No. I, would you use this, uh, would you use this uh, for playtime for kids? Yes. Would you use it if you were stalking uh, someone in a killer's mask and knife? Do you know what I'd do, Paul? Yeah. I'd put this on a high-powered pair of headphones. Yeah. I'd gel my knob right up and I would put <laughs> right. each can, as it were, each headphone on either side of my dick. And then I'd get off as I vibrate my penis to climax. Is All that right. what you want? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Is that where you're going with this? I don't think it was. Would I, I don't think it would was. I do this whilst rolling around in my own shit? No. <laughs> would I listen to this while raping a pig? Would I do this whilst eating a human flesh mask? Is that, was that what you wanted? No. If it was, it was, would I do this whilst trying to vomit outside of my nostrils? <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> Trying to puke out my nostrils on purpose. No, I was really just going to ask if that was a song you'd wank to. <laughs> no. I would. No. I would. You've ruined it now. You've ruined it. Yeah, Paul. Did I say anything about vomiting disgusting. out of my nose? I love or? as well when it, c- it starts coming in with the real... When it does that, I'm sold. Okay. Good. So, how many platters? That's a three... Platter from me. Three platter from Ash. I'm, I'm going to go with a three as well. I'll say three and a half. Okay. So that's what, six and a half altogether? No, it's nine and a half altogether. Okay. So the first one's winning. Now, 
We're going to have an appearance for our last platter on this Moog special, Paul yeah. and Ash. Uh, <laughs> I have to say that contractually. Yeah, contractually you are obliged to mention. Contractually. Ash. I've got to be mentioned every 38 seconds, otherwise yeah. there are issues. Right. Now, we have... For the third, <laughs> this man. is now we're going to actually Difficult someone who man. is famous in the world of synthesized music and electronic okay. music, uh, which is Walter Carlos, who had his big break, I think, on the world stage by being the composer of the music. The Blade Runner, no, Paul, no. For a oh, clockwork, I know another different film, a Clockwork Orange. A Clockwork Orange. I said that first, but that. Walter, that rings a bell, but I can't think why. Walter. She she is now Wendy Carlos. Oh, that's why. Oh. She went for a sex change, and she's now Wendy Carlos. And now I have... They've got a list of uh, albums by Walter Carlos. Yeah. Here. I've got one of them, at least. Switched on Bark, number one, I've got. Right. And there's a one called The Well-Tempered Synthesizer. You're right, mate. <laughs> you just seem a bit lost in it. <laughs> All it's dreamy. Really- and then there's one called oh, you're such a cunt honestly Paul you fucking you sit there you know what I mean you just I'm trying to fucking talk about something I like yeah something I'm into yeah you just sit there like a cunt in your fucking <laughs> flannel shirt all like ooh, fucking boy on his day off <laughs> wow <laughs> good no good put down one of your best you look like someone yeah. who's who's driving yeah. his kids to a Top Gear live show <laughs> All right, I'll take that. All right, so yeah, now... No, good recovery. Let's... All right, let's... Yeah. This is Bert Bacharach's song, What's New Percy Cat? Percy Cat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that cartoon character, do you? Yeah, I do. Do you know Percy Cat? Yeah, yeah I do. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, What's new? With, he's top, friends with Tom Jones. What's new Percy he's Cat? Top Cat. Meow. The internet. <laughs> <laughs> right, Paul. What's new Percy Cat? <laughs> Meow. VCR recorders. Right. (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) Crystal meth. This could become another fucking section. What do you put together? He just goes, meow, Wi Fi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Different now, This year, is What's New Pussycat, made famous by Tom Jones. This is particularly demented. Yes, it is. As it I think will, you'll find. Yes. So have a little listen to it right now. Yeah, unsettling. Nut- nutty. nutty. It's incredible, isn't it? And this is someone who made a lot of money out of that. Now, yes. to go off on a little sidebar, you pointed me out to a thing on Adult Swim called Battle of the Synths. Lord, Lord of the Synth. Lords of the Synths. And it's a spoof retro 80s comedy documentary about three, quote unquote, famous synth And they just basically players. used the, the three most famous sort of electronic music pioneers. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Carlos. Yeah. 
Giorgio Moroder, who we've mentioned. To give the real electric dreams. And Vangelis, yeah. who did the soundtrack for Blade Runner. For Blade Runner. <laughs> but also had a big yeah. synth hit yeah. with, uh, no, that was Jean-Paul uh, Jarre. Jean-Paul Jarre. Jean-Michael Jarre. Jean-Michel Jarre. Jean-Michel Jarre. Jean-Michel Jarre. Who's the guy from Airwolf? That was him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who right. did the Airwolf thing? So the guy who did that song was the guy from Airwolf. No. <laughs> No, I know. Anyway, Lords of the Synth, and they have a... a, a, a synth-off. Fictional synth-off. It's so very I've funny. I've not seen it yet, but we'll put a link to that video on our webpage for this episode. So if you go to our website and you go to www.thecheapshow.co.uk, and then go to this episode, whatever this number is, I've forgotten, we'll put a little video in. And indeed, all pictures and videos that accompany the things we talk about in this show continue, Mr. Silverman. That's it. That's the end of the section, isn't it? Oh, we didn't really talk about the song. Stop the Moog! Oh, this. Well, this song. It's not working for you, <laughs> Now, this not. record comes from a record, Walter Carlos by request. Now, really, though? Did someone say, you should make an album? <laughs> <laughs> and it has... what well, Typically, what Walter Carlos would do is Bach covers yeah. and stuff. But this, interesting to me, has pop songs. So that's why we've got What's New Pussycat. Also a version of Eleanor Rigby, which is... Are they all quite... Fairground gone yeah. wrong kind of It's thing. broken down organ yeah. grinder, yeah. And they there are also <laughs> two... You know what? That's what they call me in bed, the broken down <laughs> organ grinder. Oh, <laughs> Interestingly, the other good thing about this LP Grumbly. is that it has two um, original compositions oh. by Walter Carlos. Get close to the mic. Uh, episodes for piano <clears throat> and electric sound, which is really weird. You think this was... They are proper like avant-garde noise... Okay. You know, music concrete sort of uh, noise poems, and one called Geodesic Dance as well, Electronic Etude, which is uh, maybe we'll put those on another, maybe another uh, day. edition, but they are really crazy. We're only hinting at how crazy and bleep bleepy this yes, music can get. Both very cray cray and very bleep bleep. What, are you going to rate that last one then? I will give that. Four. I'm going to give it four for it's just sheer audacity. I think I'm going five for the sheer audacity and the fact that it just feels like it it is the genre. Like that to me feels like it. Yes, it kind of, of epitomizes Moog, everything that you've told me about, about Moog. Yeah, yeah, Moog cover, and albums, it seems to yes. be done. Uh, I don't know whether you can tell a quality. Like there is a quality to it that is high production values. Mm. I think it's that. I think that probably sums it up. Well, there Very we go. Good. What a successful Moog special. Of cheap show that was Eli. I'm going to shake you by the hand. I'm not touching you in real life. What if you can you will you shake it, uh, Ash? Yes, he's okay. He's not weird. He Hashtag has not all Paul Gannons, and he has less triggered, less clammy hands. They're not clammy. They are. They is clammy. <laughs> oh, stop! Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, let's end. Uh, let, yeah, let's just end. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all we got time for on Cheap Show this Very singy, isn't it? This week. Uh, thank you to Ash Frith for joining us again. I'm so pleased to have been here. I hope you'll have me back soon. Well, let's see what next week says. Oh. Eli? Yeah? Suck a fucking cock. <laughs> with your, <laughs> oh, fuck you. Done with your attitude. I've got something to finish with. Oh, yeah? For one thing we haven't brought up Keith Paul, is Keith, right? So you know about Keith, don't you? Keith? I'm going to get in. Keith I'm going to go the, get it. Paul, I'm going to go no, get Keith. Don't. No, no Ash has to see Keith. I don't. Ash know. has to see Keith. I'd like to see Keith, please.
Keith is the third member of Cheap Show. You're now the fourth. I've <laughs> <laughs> been degraded. You have. Downgraded. The reaction and to degraded. Keith. degraded. Definitely The, the degraded. reaction to Keith was much stronger and warmer for him than you. Well, that's bit. I've been to Comic-Cons with you. I've seen the warmth. Yeah. The, the it fizzes. It really does. Yeah, it, From, it sparkles. Oh, my oh. God. I heard about this guy. I don't want to touch it. No, don't put it anywhere fucking Why is it out of uh, its packaging? Well, it's dry. It's completely dry. Yeah, I know, but why isn't it in a jar of something? I gave you a jar for it. Why is it in a jar? Why in a jar? It's just a rotting core. It's not rotting. It's desiccated. Yeah, that's better. Desiccated coconut. That's a dead animal. Why doesn't it live in a package? (laughs) Why isn't it anywhere else but in this fucking room? I'm not fucking... Listen, Keith does what Keith needs to do. I'm going to ask you a serious question here. Imagine the possibility of you bringing a lady back home, right? <laughs> Never yeah. And she finds a desiccated corpse yeah, of in a your... mole. Yeah. yeah. And I go, you want to see my mole? And she you, says, no, You've seen my you. dead mole. How about my live mole? <laughs> yeah. Why is it not? This is horrible. This is fucking horrible. Mr. Biffo bought this, didn't he? Yeah. I'll just take my headphones off my cock. And then, <laughs> and then this is an awful end oh, of an episode. No, I've not it's told the story yet, Paul. Go it's on. Horrible. Go on. Just get it over with. Well, don't interrupt me then. Yeah. Right. Who did that? Doesn't matter. Move on. Get on with it. I reckon it was. Start- get on with it, you fuck. Whoa. Just to answer your question before I'm bullied. One of legs is off. Paul. No, it's legs. Is, look, it's right there. I can't all look there. at it because I'll gag. What's the hole towards the yeah, That's what I can feel. That's part of my story. That's part of my story. It. I can feel my gag reflex. Oh, guys, just... stop being big wimps, okay? It's just a fucking dead mole. You've brought a years. corpse into the podcast. The sentence, it's just a fucking dead mole, is enough to kind of show that you're the one with Hit the problem, the here, not us. No, no, it doesn't work. Right. Whack a mole. I was asleep Someone the other did. day. killed it. Right. I was asleep the other day and. Eli fucks them all in this story. <laughs> no, I don't. Did it tumble and off the I, shelf? I was sort of half asleep, and I heard a sort of dry... And I thought, what's that? What is that? And then I, I thought, oh, no, never mind. I'll go keep going to sleep. Yeah, I'll wait to go to sleep when and there's a noise in the morning, Keith had moved from the shelf, oh, right? No. And he was lying down, and he was exposing his other face, Paul. The other face. <laughs> the other face. Oh, the dark face. If everyone, we need to take a photo of this so people can see. Keith is a is a two faced mandarin and <laughs> that's <Why>? a fruit. <laughs> Why did? And he was showing me his other face, his witch's hole. Why? Right. Why is he witch's hole? Why is this a thing that's able to be so bought? now? And it's, it was a, it was an omen and a, and a message it, it to me, It might Paul. be an omen, like as in the omen. The Keep Show does not have a ghost mole on its show. <laughs> it does. It doesn't. And when he shows the bad side, when Keith. he shows the witch hole side it's of Keith... It's not like a good quality mole. It's not like a taxidermy or a formaldehyde mole. It, that, it which, looks the, like a the white dog witch. turd. Yes, it From does. From the 80s. It does, yes. That's also got Why have you kept it? Why Keith's, are you touching it? <laughs> Keith's got going for it. The yorping... How did he the die? yorping death mask butthole side oh, has been exposed God, it has. of Keith, and he is Paul. Are you okay? I want to end the show, and I don't want to talk about a dead animal's second arse face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's really that simple. Oh, you got it in one. Well done. You were brief. There's right. a new song at, by Strewn Onions coming out. It's the witch hole of the Keith Mole. <laughs> the witch hole is the side that we don't like. 
He's the witch mole with his Keith hole. He's the... Are you saying it? I'm seeing now. I'm the Keith monster witch hole double-sided playing card. He's the jack of death with his claws. The jack of death. It's Keith. Shut up. Shut up. You wretched little I'm putting you back. I'm putting you back. Hey, Ash. I'd prefer it. And while you're gone, I'm going to end the show. Well, so say but, goodbye. Good goodbye, Ash. Thank you for being on the show until uh, the end. It was a pleasure. Yeah, and then it all got a bit fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon.com forward slash Cheap If you want to donate as little or as much as you'd like, no, keep, keep, listen. No, I've got a no, thing. No, I've got a thing. No, if you would like me to oil Keith up. No. And come round your house. No. And just stick him through the through <laughs> the. <laughs> Stop. Just poking through, yeah, through the letterbox. What kind that's a great tier of Photo reward for our How much would that be? That's five dollars and more. No, it's not. You're going to that's go to every house that, that in the UK that gives What about if they said like the go world. to five hundred dollars? One off. I'm coming round with Keith naked. Are you naked or is yeah, Keith naked? We both are. Just so you know. I'm sellotaping Keith to my penis. That for five hundred dollars on Patreon, he will go naked. Anywhere in the, the world. world. Anywhere in the world. I'll have a bathing gown on. I'm only going to get naked once I arrive at their house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I'll do, Paul. I'll do it for you and this podcast and the love that Keith has engendered in our listenership. Patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. Thank you for supporting us. Thank thank you. Thank you if you decide to support us. Uh, I've been Paul Gannon at Paul Gannon Show. The podcast Twitter is at The Cheap Show Pod. You can find Eli. At Eli Snoid, which is E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. And Ash can be found. At Ashfrith on Twitter, and do listen to the Pranks and Firth and podcast. This. Pranks and, and Firth podcast. Enough. It's on oh. all good iPod devices. Right, I'm good. And follow me on Twitter because I really need that in my life. And there's a Reddit page and a Facebook page, and there's loads of things you can get involved in. Barshans every Friday as well. And I think if you want to go to the website and look at the page that associates with this episode with Are the we videos have a picture, and songs, can I just? Can I just make this Go promise? www.thecheapshow.co.uk. Go on. You will have a photo of the, the witch arse end of Keith. <laughs> yes, that will be on. And watch okay. my episodes of Barshans because they were so long ago and they just won't take me back on the and show. We're not and I don't you know back. why. Why not? They I don't said... want them back. Better than you. Better than you. <laughs> you fucking bastard. Comment on those videos and say how good they were. I need that. <laughs> all right. I've gone off, you all. Uh, you can all sort off, sign off then. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Go on, you. I love you both. Oh, God, I love you. And I'm just going to say goodbye. Thank you for listening to Cheap Show. My heart is fractured. All right. Kiss, kiss. Just press the fucking button. <laughs>